You're listening to A View From Sex and Sea, the new podcast for Dundee Stars fans, with me and him. It's the two lorries! So, welcome along to episode two of A View From Sex and Sea, with me, Laurie Senior. And me, Laurie Junior. In this week's episode, we'll be looking back at the three games that the Stars have just played over the last week. Guildford Flames, Sheffield Steelers and Manchester Storm. We'll then have a preview of this weekend's games against the Five Flyers and the Belfast Giants. Uh, we're going to do a bit of a little bit of segment of Dundee Stars stats from seasons past, and then we will begin off with our new weekly quiz, Senior versus Junior. And this week it is guess who? Oh. So starting off with the Guildford Flames match. So first time meeting them this season. A 3-0 loss, wasn't the best of starts. Larzo, what's your thoughts? Uh, Guildford's always a difficult place to go. Um, I've always said that right back through the days of the BNL, I think it's one of the most, it is the longest journey. Uh, Bus legs do go and do play a part with them. Uh, Guildford, they're a good team. Guildford have got a lot of money. I think people forget that. We always talk about the, the top four, the Belfast, Sheffield, Cardiff and Nottingham. And then every, a lot of people will think that it's Coventry are the fifth team. But for me, nah, it's definitely Guildford. Guildford are a very good team and they're very well coached. Paul Dixon, a lot of time for Paul Dixon. Spoke to him numerous times over the years. Great guy and it's always had a lot of positive things to say about Dundee. So to get beat 3-0, yeah, it's disappointing. Um... I think the zero on our side uh, is a bit concerning, but it's 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 not the end of the season if you get beaten yeah. by Guildford in Guildford. Yeah, it's always a difficult place to play. The rink, it's 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 like we'll get onto the Manchester game, but it's like Manchester Fife. It's an older rink. It's not the best to play in, and you know guys coming over here for the first time, trying to get used to that rink. You know, it's it's a bit of an issue at times. So. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, that's just that first one against them out of the way and then we'll push on from there next time we go down. Yeah, and you know what, there's, I got, I've got a friend that stays down in, in, in uh, Guildford, a guy called Ian Ludgate, who I've been known from the days of the Hockey Forum, for those of the hockey fraternity remember the Hockey Forum, before the <laughs> days of Facebook and uh, Twitter. That was the, when you had to do your dial-up and refresh it every two seconds to see if someone had scored a goal or not. That was it. That was <laughs> it. Uh, so I've I've been friends with him for a long, long time. Uh, he gave me a bit of a report uh, on the game, and the report was it was an evenly contested first period. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guilford Mass to sneak a goal uh, when the guy, I think his name was Bolton, had played the puck under uh, most pads to go in one 0 The second period was fairly even. He says, and then the game changed at around about the 35 minute mark when Kyle Haas was kicked out of the game. Yeah. Um, um, I think will we will we discuss dops or dopes just now or will we come back to them after? I think we might go back to them okay. because there were more incidents within the Manchester game yeah. that, that might come in come in with that as well. Okay. Uh getting back to, to Ian's report. Second period, a non-event really, but the goalies were on top form. Both goalies were on yeah. top form. 
Uh, I think we had Kyle being at the game, it upset us again, and once more, teams have taken advantage of that. They score two goals, three nine, and the guy, Linda Skog, or whatever his name mm -hmm. is, uh, in the goal for, for Guilford, he took the beers home for the boys, and came in with, with a great performance. Yeah. Yeah, let's say, not, not the best of starts for, um, you know, I think it was the Nottingham game first in the league, and a loss down there, a loss in Guildford, um, so I think we're looking to come back Sunday night at home, squealers, I think we were hoping that we were going to get something out of the game, and I think for the majority of the game, we more than handled our own against them. But that five-minute spell, five, six-minute spell where they scored a couple of goals in the first period has killed us. Yeah. Um, uh, disappointing. I think if, if everybody looks back and sees the goals, I think they were disappointing goals to lose. Uh, the first one, the, the puck is, is sitting there and I think everybody's waiting on everybody to go yeah. for it. And Robert Down sneaks in, as he does. Guy's a top player. And... and Tiny finishes it. <laughs> yeah, he's not the biggest. Nobody can see him. <laughs> yeah, he's not the biggest, but yeah, top player is Dowd. Uh, you don't give guys like him opportunities uh, to score for there. Um, and then the second one, yeah, again disappointing. Uh, but was soft goal. Yeah, from Daniel. So I think it was his first goal as well. Because I think there was a yeah. puck collected right after it. Um, but as you say, it was just the 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 quick the quickness and the short gap between the two goals and it was just you know I think that first minute first minute or two of the game came at absolute flying absolute flying we were all over them and then they give up those two and it's knocked with back a bit yeah took, um, took a bit maybe about another five minutes after the goals to sort of get our confidence yeah. back again um, and then from there it was, I think it was all us I thought it was us yeah <laughs> yeah um, yeah um, I think after we got it back to 2-1, they had a great chance to go 3-1 up and Mo made that miraculous pad save, which got save of the week by, by uh, Premier Sports. Um, but for me, that was really their only big major chance they had yeah. of increasing that, the, the, the two-goal lead. Yeah, and, and it's funny because looking at the stats for that game, Morrison had 39 shots against them. Yeah. And I wouldn't have said that at the time compared to the 40-odd that Stojanovic had, yeah. 43, and I, th I thought we had a lot more than what they had, and it was just, it was relentless, but again, it, it's, it was the same against Fife, I thought, against Dolan, it was a lot of, a lot of pucks loose in front of them, and we're trying to crash the net, but we're just sickened to that puck. Yeah. Um, but I thought, you know, the, the, the fight and the commitment was there by every single one of them, after going 2 nothing down, so early in the game, fights there, trying to get the goals, just not, just not falling for me. Disappointing, but a lot of positives. Yeah, definitely. A lot of positives. Um, again though, controversy, we kind of has. Um, with the penalty that gets called. Now, we'll, we could probably, <laughs> we'll, we'll gather all them together. <laughs> And, and we'll put them in, in, in its own segment. Um, the Kyle Haas segment. Yeah, <laughs> again, a bit of controversy around Kyle. But 
You know, I think the thing is with so his first one, he's, he's, he's misconduct penalty. Okay, we all saw it was a blatant trip. It's right in front of the ref. The ref doesn't call it. And I think it was just possibly Kyle's naivety of that official that that official takes no shit. And if you shout at him a few times, he's going to call you for it. I think any other ref you probably would have got away with it. Yeah, but I think not, it, but I think it also depends on what was said. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's probably a small group of people who know what was said, um, and it'll depend on the language that has been used yeah. towards that official. Different language was used. Would it have been called? Maybe. Who knows? But yeah. for us, we don't know what was said. No. Um, but end of the game, I was delighted with with the performance. The two goals that were lost were could have been stopped, uh, but they weren't. And we come out with a two-one defeat. We then got on the bus on Thursday, and we head down to Manchester. And I'm thinking, here we go. They've been bumped by Fife. Surprisingly. And everybody is bumping Fife. Yeah. Um, Manchester bump Fife five now, and then travel up to Fife and get eight put past up. Yeah. So I'm then thinking, happy days. Here we go. It's going to be difficult. The rank's a difficult place it's, to go. It's a shithole. We've been there ourselves. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that's probably the best way of putting it. It is a shithole. Not as bad as Fife, but it's, um, it's bad. <laughs> the ice pad, I believe, is worse than Fife's. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot smaller as well. Yeah, the surroundings are quite prehistoric. However, um, I was still confident that we were going to go down there, get the wins, and come back with the two points and the Kit Kats <laughs> in the bag. Needless to say, that never happened. Um, yeah. You got the webcast, I never got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I paid for the webcast. You, <laughs> within the first, what? Six, six seven minutes, minutes. Seven, seen seven seen minutes, minutes. Yeah. you've texted me 1-0, 2-0 shorthanded, 3-0 shorthanded, and I'm like, what on earth is going on? Please don't text me, I'm going to walk my bed. Yeah, it was um, a very slow start, to say the least. Um, and I think you know Omar said it in his in his interview after the game last night. You know he, he was quite disappointed in in how we started the game. Um, you know, one nothing. I think the the commentator said it as well on the webcast. The goalie all wanted back. You know, I think Adam all want that one back. And then the second and third. You know, even Omar said it as well. I don't think I've ever seen it happen. Two shorthand goals on the same power play. So, young junior. When did the last let time it happened? Let me step in there. I'll tell you when it happened. It happened, I think it was, the season before COVID. And, not part of the quiz, guess who it was against? Uh, was it us? Yes. And who were we playing? Was it Manchester? Correct. <laughs> we allowed two goals on the same penalty. Well, Again. So it has happened before. So it has happened before. <laughs> it's happened to us before. And the opposition were the same team. What are the chances? It's interesting. Some stato is going to be out there living the dream with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, the only difference was the last time we came back to win it in overtime with uh, Mark Olivier Mima. Oh, Mima. Scoring the goal. 
two seasons ago. Two seasons ago. Two seasons, two seasons ago. Seen before yeah. season. Yeah. Covid. Seen before the season before yeah. Covid. Yeah. Um, if memory serves me right, um, Beauregard I think scored two. They were two different seasons. Is that? Yeah, got on your stats. So there you go. You had a great start, and then he's went and blew it to a different place. But we won. Different teams. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Um, uh, but we I certainly never won last night. That's for sure. No, I think you know we went four nothing down, and um, you know I, th- I think at the time I was I was thinking, do you put do you take Mo out and rest um, and give Brighton some ice time? Or do you see how it goes for the start of the period? Now, start of the period, Mo went down with a little leg injury. What the kind of the commentator said looked like his knee. The commentator also said that um, Ginn had a great save when actually Dorovich scored, so the guy could have been speaking about anything. But yeah. he did say that um, Morrison looked hurt in his left knee or his right knee or whatever it was, his left leg. Um, however, he continued the whole game um, and I think you know four one down you know if we get a goal back and I think okay we'll see where this goes but when it went 5-1 I thought you know maybe you should have just gave him the rest of the night off and had them ready for Saturday and Sunday yeah. um, you know but you know that coach's decision um, sometimes sometimes goalies will decide if they're going to come or not um, yeah. it's maybe just the case of it's early in the season uh, let's let Mo get used to who's playing in front of yeah. him and let me see who's coming ride it out. Let's ride yeah. it out and see what happens. Yeah. So, couple of fights in last night's game. Yeah, I think there was one one fight. <laughs> I think there was another that just had a couple of punches and that. Um, was it. Yeah. So uh, again, talking point, Kyle Haas. Yeah. Um, gave someone else their tatties for me. Yeah. Uh, quite a convincing um, win for him. Now, there's a lot on social media just now about um, Kyle Haas not going with the big guys. But, you know, if someone offers you a fight, you're going to you take him up on it, try and G the guys up. Yeah. And I agree with the time in which Kyle went. You know, it was the right time to drop the gloves, try and get the guys going. Um, and then this uh, two-minute minor, it's the first time I've ever seen it called, for continuing the altercation was what it was announced as. Yeah, it was the first time I've ever seen uh, Herna. Yeah, um, uh, it was one punch. You know, I have since watched back numerous videos from a couple of angles, and and a, and a couple of the guys have been on our Twitter about it as well. When who was it he was fighting again? Ben Wilson. Wilson. When Wilson goes down, Wilson's still swinging. Kyle lands with a hit when he's on the ice because Wilson's still swinging and the referee spots Kyle with that one punch and then Wilson continues to punch back again. He continues the altercation. Yeah. It's an interpretation thing from what the referees have saw. They've also not been at an angle potentially to see Wilson throwing them but you can't just call it because you've saw one punch getting thrown after the guys yeah. fell to the ice. Yeah. Um, again, I think I said that earlier, I think Kyle's naivety a little bit there just a young guy still maybe needs to kind of again we all know the standard of refereeing in this league is not the greatest so what they see oh I'll call that yeah you know and it's look at look at the scenario of what's going on in the game you know the guys fell they're still swinging as they're falling you let it go it's one punch I think 
it probably leads in nicely to the the sort of the segment we were we were going to call the Kyle Haas segment, and this is this isn't a really a segment about no, it's Kyle not. Haas. This it's is not. this is a wee segment into decisions that have been made involving Kyle Haas. Yeah, um, he's came in. The guy is an absolute character, mm-hmm. right? Absolute character. Um, his enthusiasm for the game is second to none. He he. Loves playing at Dundee by the looks of it. He's got a great energy about him. He he interacts with the fans as best he can. But ultimately, he's there to do a job. Yeah. And that job is to defend. Yeah. And if he's got to defend with his stick, he'll defend with his stick. If it's to be with his body, he'll date with his body. If it's to date with his fists, he'll date with his fists. Yeah. And I think what's happened now, <clears throat> he's now got this reputation. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to sugarcoat this now. Officials will read social media. Yeah. Right? Now, a lot of people have slated Kyle for last night for for what he'd done, right? For picking on somebody that's weird now. So what does he do before the game? Does he go around and measure everybody's height to say, right, what could I fight? M62, who's gonna fight me when the above? Yeah. Right? If the guy wants to go and fight me, and the guy will fight me. And the oh, guy the guy was a willing combatant. I think I think actually somebody said to me that that's the sixth time that Haas has fought Wilson over his career. Yeah. So there's something so there. There's there's a there's yeah. you see it all the time. You know, look at guys like George Warrock and that that fight. You know, and they've went with guys so many times yeah. and that. It's a mutual thing, you know, yeah. and it's a let's go. Exactly. It's a it's a typical fight. Let's yeah. go. How many times did McMorrow fight Penner and Dundee? Oh, I got bored of it in the end. Yeah. Every time he fought Penner and Dundee, I was just oh here we go again. But getting back to Kyle, he's got this reputation now. Yeah. And I think. Officials will read social media, and I honestly think they will take that on board. If yeah. people are saying that Kyle Haas is a dick, they're going to think he's a dick. Well, you look at you look at the Department of Player Safety. Okay, yep. so now the referees will have looked at this now. Okay, yeah. so firstly, they had a board meeting on the fifth of October, and there was no press release about that there will be fines this year. Yeah, it's the Kyle Haas straight away as soon as about that incident in Guildford. You know what? We're going to fine him. But then the best bit is, and it's the key thing in the statement, this incident has been added to his record for the remainder of the 21-22 season and will be classified as a repeat offender for one incident. Yeah. He has seen red mist. Yeah. Okay? No doubt about it. He's, he's, he's thrown a couple of punches over the linesman to get to a player. Yeah. And the guy didn't want to fight. Okay? And this is from whatever guy, started it. This is the one from the Guildford game. Yeah, and whatever whatever the guy did, the guy the guy tripped up Haas, I believe, and, and kind of gave him a little punch as he went to the deck. Yeah. So the guy started it, and then he's no one to drop the gloves. So Kyle's obviously saw a bit of red mist. But to be classified as a repeat offender for that, yeah. is ridiculous. How many games has Lyndon Springer been kicked out this season? Uh, this season alone? Yeah. Four. Three or four. And is not classified... As a repeat yeah. offender. Yeah. One incident. Um, it, it, it's beyond b- belief for me. Um, I don't know, like, sort of going down that road like what you've done, no. me, or Springer's done this, and what about him, and what about him? I don't really care about them. I, I actually look at Kyle Haas, and I actually think that might have been Kyle's first... First ejection. Ejection. Yeah. He's had a fight before that, and that was yeah. it. One so fight. it's his second fight yeah. in his career in Britain. Yeah. I know. It's 
words words are and again fact. and again it, and it comes back to the officials calls or on the yeah. ice and and I go back and I always go back and I think about Sylvan Cotier a hull when he when he lost it that yeah. night in Dundee and it was called travesty of the game it wasn't really travesty of the game he just wanted to fight someone yeah you know yeah he lost it yeah. But he just wanted to fight somebody and show a bit of passion for yeah. his team because they were getting pumped. Yeah. The only thing it concerned me... <laughs> the only thing it concerned me at the Guilford one <clears throat> was after it happened was the extra punching it. Right? Was there no... Once they were done, the guy had turtled and then he's went over him again to punch him again. It. And then at Manchester, what are they speaking about again? Yeah. They're on the ice and the punch is coming again. Yeah, Young, trying to get his team going, trying to get energy in the team, but, as you say, a bit naive, has to learn when, and when not to do it. Yeah. I think, at last night, you're 3 nothing down, he's done it at the right time. Yeah, without a doubt. It's the aftermath. Yeah. And, and but, I think, how do you, how could you, fight somebody, and then when you go down, you're sort just of say that's, that's it. it. Right, that's it. Yeah, no, yeah. If he's seen this guy throwing a punch at him, he's going to go first. It's, yeah. It's it's punch or be punched. Yes. So yeah. he's punched it. Yeah. And I think and I think the thing is, you know, like we've been crying out for this type of player for years now oh, in Dundee. You know, yeah. even even from and I'm, I will say it from the Dan Seaman first season in yeah. the Elite League up until this year, yeah. we've been crying out for someone to protect yeah. the players, protect the team. Want to drop the gloves? Want to fight for it? And Kyle Haas yeah. is the epitome of that yeah. for us. He, and I do. I really like him. I, I think he's a solid player. Yeah, definitely. But he, he, he could play. And and for me, if, if he's gonna if he's gonna try and base his game on anybody, right? He should look at an ex stars favorite to me as Jason Smith. Yeah. Look at look at what he done at Dundee. You can look at Paul Farone at Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Paul Farone is not a big guy, or he was not a big guy. Yeah. Um, wasn't a big built, but knew when yeah. to do it and when not to do it. And he was as tough as nails. Now, Kyle Haas is as tough as nails. Jason was the same. Mm-hmm. But these guys had that reputation, mm-hmm. right? Um, Kyle would probably be better trying to maybe build up on that reputation. Date by hitting people. But hitting them the right way, mm-hmm. taking the body, can compare could hit a body. Yeah. Oh my god, he could he could hit somebody in the boards. Mm-hmm. Build up the reputation like that, but also know when to drop the gloves and when to go for somebody. Yeah. You know? But I wouldn't change him. No. Perfect that. Yeah, I wouldn't. Perfect that. I wouldn't change him at all. And I, I think I, I think it does does come down to that. It, it's the the discipline of, you know what happens. You know, without yeah. a doubt, I'll always I'll always praise him for dropping the gloves when he needs to. Just got to control. Without a doubt. It's just that, that little bit of control. Yeah. And that's it. My concern though, is not really how many times he does it. It's the penalty minutes will rack up. Mm-hmm. The league will get fed up with him. Fines will come out, which they've already started. Suspensions will be next. Mm-hmm. Bigger suspensions will follow after that. So that's probably when he's got to realise, yeah, and, and as a small team, you know, the league aren't going to care no. if it was at Nottingham or at Belfast. I think the league would be more lenient with it. Yeah, but there's also the fact that 
when, if you look at it now, if a player gets suspended, you can bring somebody in to replace them. Yeah. But we cannot afford that. No. Yet, if somebody, as you say, at one of the big clubs gets suspended, what do they do? They just bring an arm import in them. Yeah. They just crack on regardless. Yeah. And they keep their their their, their squad numbers up. Our squad numbers go down. Yeah. Our squad number. We've got players injured. Our squad numbers go down. We get players suspended. Our squad numbers go down. Yeah. The bigger clubs, they get that. The numbers stay exactly the same. Money just goes out. They just keep bringing, bringing people in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, onto the game. Disappointing. Really disappointing. I was. Uh, yeah, I was. Although it's early in the season. Although it's early in the season, I think for me it was already a kind of a must-win. Set your marker against Manchester. Yeah. For me. Um, you know, or, or, or potential losing overtime. I yeah. think we to set the marker against the team that that we want. Or I think we should be beating every week. We should. We, yeah. should, we were hoping to at least come away with a point. Yeah. Just to sort of show it, but yeah, it was the I fact. Think, the fact that I think it was the manner of the defeat more than anything else. Um, we didn't start as you say. We just did not start at all. But then periods two and periods three, it's two and three. You know, I, I genuinely won the game. We again, it was very similar to that five minutes against Sheffield, where they went, they scored the two. Manchester scored their four in the first, yeah. and second and third period, we were all, we were all over them again. Um, you know, I actually think I, hit, I think we hit the post two or three times in in that game, um, and I believe we heavily outshot them. Yeah. In the yeah. second and third, so yeah, um, I think Jim had possibly forty saves last night. Yeah, so again, it's it's a uh, slow start. Yeah, you know, um, second and third periods all us again. I think it was one all in both the second yeah, and was, third periods. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we're there competing. It's just that slow start. Yeah, um, I look at. It. Going back to the five game, uh, pre season, we beat five four one at home. And then we go across here and we get beat one 0 That was the first time the guys had ever mm-hmm. played in that ice rink. Yeah. Right. And it was a shock to them. They've probably went to Manchester and thought exactly the same. Yeah. What on well, earth you, is going on you, here? You speak, and before they knew it, bang, their former hundred. You speak. You speak about Manchester and you think big city. You know, yeah. big English city will get a big rink. Yeah. No, it's it's a tiny little thing yeah. on the outskirts and Altrincham. Uh, that's so, it. So. Um, but one of the biggest things that's a concern for me uh, at this point in time, uh, well, there's actually two, is the amount of left-handed D-man we've got. Yes. There's been a lot of talk on on uh, social media about this, mm-hmm. that if you're a left-handed D-man and you're playing the right-hand side, yeah. it is so difficult to play the puck down the wall yeah. because it's on your backhand all the time. And, and a lot of the times we are having to come down the middle of the ice, yeah. which is creating our turnovers. Yes, yeah, that that is a concern. Hopefully, Moorsy, I think is right-handed. Hopefully, Moorsy is right-handed. I think he is. Uh, once Craig gets back, uh, then we will hopefully see it maybe bounced out a little bit more. Uh, but at the moment, we're playing five D men, four of them are left-handed. Um, it means we either have to cut back inside, as you say, go down the middle, 
or we need to try and play it down the wall on the backhand, there is a chance that it could get flipped out the ice, the next thing you've got to delay a game, yeah. or you've got to dump it up in the air and it drops centre ice. Yeah. It's not ideal. No. The second thing is, for the amount <coughs> of chances that we're creating, the puck ain't hitting the back of the net. No. For whatever reason. Yeah. Um, see, I think it was a good few times last night, um, again, the commentator was shouting, oh, it's an open goal, but... Um, I don't think it was quite an open goal, but there's so many so many chances that we're, we're passing up. Um, you know, again, the ice conditions, Manchester don't help. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of bouncing pucks. You know, I think Latin had a couple of chances on the one time he went to do it and the puck literally stuck and then bobbled over his stick yeah. as he went to one time. And it's, it's an issue, but, you know, these guys, again, first time playing there, in the hope that all those chances, I think it's gonna click. At some point the the penny's just gonna drop with them. I think and, so. it, and it's all and it's gonna be yeah. I think when it does I think somebody's it's gonna, gonna be all guns blazing. Somebody's gonna get an absolute yeah. doom for us one of these days. And I think And hopefully it's Fife. <laughs> tonight <laughs> against Fife. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. So um yeah, there was positive positivity that came out the Sheffield game. You know, I would still say there's a lot of positivity from the Manchester second and third periods. And yeah. especially the fight that, that we show. You know, it, I, I was speaking to Stuart Sinclair about it last night. And, and Mikey Kidd, and we were saying that in years gone by, I would have turned that webcast off. I would have gave up with it and went to my bed myself. But the fight and the entertainment was still there by the stars. You know, there was everything was still there. They were creating chances. They were physical on the boards. They were getting to the dirt areas. Charlie Combs had even dropped the gloves. Yeah. You know, yeah. it it was an entertaining second and third period. So although we lost six two. Yeah. And I think that's what makes me think. You know, this is a good team. You know, I saw some of the comments on social media last night about it, and even today. You know, saying. Oh, I don't know where this team goes from here. Oh, it's yeah. the, one of the worst teams I've seen, and no. I'm like, no. what? What even is that? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, if if a team's shit, if a team plays shit, we're going to say they play shit. But that comment, that comment is absolutely yeah. ludicrous. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it's. Yeah. Yeah. For for those of you who who are old enough to remember the and that's me and L and yeah, so if you're if you're same age as, as junior, you maybe remember us. When we won the John Brady Bowl uh, for winning the BNL playoff, we had an absolute shocking season in the league. But the team stuck together mm-hmm. and they, uh, they grinded it and they stuck it out and they stuck it out. And then they get to the playoffs and they blow everybody out. I'm pretty sure it was the very last game of the season they qualified, they qualified for, the playoffs. for the playoffs. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure we had to go and pick him up from the airport, airport. and we're running out, yeah. the door running out the door in Mark's, overtime. Mark Scott <laughs> scored the winner against Fife. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, um, I'm not overly concerned. No. No, no overly concerned. Um, I think maybe the manner and for me last night was a bit disappointing. Will we have learned from that? Most definitely. Yeah. We, I'll be surprised, right, if we go to Manchester again this season and get an R6 put password. 
Mm. I'll be really surprised. Yeah. If that I think we'll have learned how to play the rink and we'll have learned how to yeah. play against them. And the thing was as well, from what I read on social media today, I believe Omar had the guys training today as well. I saw that. There was no so, rest. So, kudos you know, to the coach. Rocket, rocket up your arse. Yeah. You know, there's no yeah. off day if nope. we didn't perform no. as expected yeah. um, by the coach's expectations. Yeah. So, you know, I'm all for that. that all that, for that. That <laughs> may have something to do with the uh, special teams, I would think. Yeah, quite possibly. Uh, as we touched on it earlier on, two short-handed goals, and again, we didn't score in the power play. Yeah. Although, stats for me, power play stats, penalty kill stats, they're a bit deceptive because your power play could maybe only be for 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're zero for one, and your next penalty is, uh, your next power play is maybe for 20 seconds. Yeah, you're zero for two. Yeah. yeah. Stats for that. But it's not clutch yet. No. Um, but I think it will. You, you, look, think. you look at the guys that are on the ice together, you know, Desjardins, Combs, Sanch, Sills, yeah. even Benson. It's not clicked for Benson yet. You know, I think again, that odd odd man rush seconds to yeah. go against Sheffield. Yeah. Okay. No, we we had, we had a chat with Omar during the week, right? Just an off the cuff blur. We Omar, and one of the things he says to me was, "We need to remember these players are not long here." Yeah. They're no longer here. Yeah. It's the first time they've, they've played together. Yeah. It is for a pair for the likes of, you know, Dryden and the Brits. Mm -hmm. It's probably, maybe more, because he was at Fife and it's came and yeah. he's been in the league. The majority of them, it's their first time over here. Yeah. And so, Dutyum, yeah. Dutyum said the same against uh, with Fife as well. Yeah. When they were getting slated um, and abuse shouted at them yeah. over, the, over the, the barriers at home and away. Yeah. That... These guys are coming together for the first time, yeah. you know, and and they're still yeah. Look what happened. They go and pump Manchester United. Yeah. So maybe maybe just paper cracks for them, uh, but yeah, we'll not worry about them. No, as, as long as we pump them tonight, that'll be yeah. Better. And I, and I think you know, uh, yeah, like you say, things will click. Guys yeah. will click together. The lines will click together. It's just it is. Yeah. It's a patience game. You know, we're not going to be up at the top of the table. We never, unless we somehow. Start signing big boys on big money like like the the millionaire spenders at the top yeah. of the table. We're not. We're going to be mid table. Mid table. Yeah. Battling for it's playoff like spots. You know. That's, I'm looking that's, for sixth. Yeah. I'm looking for sixth, and there's a long way to go. Yeah. So. So five. It's in a few hours' time. What are you thinking? It it, it has to be a win. Challenge cup. Yep. Yep. Uh, I still think it, it, it's a must win for um, for conference. One for confidence, but two, I think it's also, uh, we need a, I think the fans will expect a response yeah. after Thursday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I expect expect a win. Um, how we get it, you know, Fife are going to be up for it. I believe Shaber will be playing. He will be back. Yeah, he's a wee dick. Hopefully, you know, no more incidents with yeah. spitting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I I I would expect us to win that game, and I expect us to give them a a right good arse kicking. To be honest with you, physically. I hope so. First and foremost, for me, win the game. Yeah, win the game. If it goes to penalties, I'll take it. If it goes to overtime, I'll take it. If it's done in sixty <coughs> minutes, I'll take it. If it's a pump in, I'll love it. Yeah, because no, definitely. 
one of these days I've said it, somebody's going to get a few goals put past them, Bells, yeah. when the forwards begin to click together. Yeah. yeah. And and I'd like to think now that we know Shane Owen's game. Yeah. Stop the shot. Yeah. And get the D to get rid of it. Or him to jump on it. He, he's yeah. not a big scrambler, but if it's there, he'll cover it. Shot on, crash the goalie. Get in front of him. Yeah. Someone has to yeah. be in front of the other and, and clear up the trash and get that in the goal. Which falls in nicely to Sunday's game against Belfast, also Challenge Cup. But what did Belfast do against us? Constantly. Constantly crash, that net. crash the net. Dump it from the blue line. Dump it, th- get in. Back to the point. Shot on goal. Everybody crash the net. And it's a technical Adam Keefe style of play. Yeah. It's what yeah. Keefe done for years. Stood in front of the goalie, took the shit, took the hits, yeah. but scooped up what was in front and of was the goal. And was successful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the way Belfast tend to play against us offensively, I'd like us to do exactly the same against Fife. Yeah. Exactly the same against Fife. Yeah. You know, uh, Michael Poirier. Uh, Someplace said sort of picked it up that he he had a shot, a big shot for the point. Must must admit I've not seen it yet. Mm. I'd like to see Michael use it more instead of keeping on going, um, run to either the back of the goal or or sort of at the curling uh, face-off circle yeah. to, to get maybe the one time if they're let these guys fire these shots in. Yeah. I think Dryden's had a couple, but you know uh, we've seen. Can compare could could hit a puck. We need to start firing uh, it. Poirier could hit a puck. Yeah. I think we should start firing the pucks in. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't mean we do everything. Yeah. You know? Or you get the, the old least, shout of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or at least, or at least change it up. At least change it up a bit. You know. Yeah. Uh, Belfast Sunday. Going to be tough. Yeah, and it's going to be tough. You know, I think with when we, the the game that we had down there already, um, we've competed. You know, not come out with very much from it other than positives of we have competed we play physically we played a full 60 minutes um, but again last Challenge Cup game I think before I think we've already qualified um, so you know it, it might be a good game give Brighton some ice time yeah. get them you sure, know get them match fit you know because he's, he's probably not going to be or ma- not match fit match sharp He's probably yeah. not going to be much sharp because he's only in training. Yeah. Um. So it might be a good game to give Brighton and get the guys going with with him in the goal as well, just in case he does need called upon. Yeah. If we don't we don't play him, he's not yeah. going to be ready. Uh so Challenge Cup two games, one at home against Fife, one away against Belfast. Minimum two points. Has to be minimum two points. Yeah. Definitely. Must be minimum two points. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anything for Belfast again. You say when you're your home fast. games. Yeah. When you're home see games, and hope, hope for the best in the road. Definitely, um, and that's how. When when quickly going back to Manchester, and I know I keep harping on how disappointing it was, and I know a lot of people were angry and upset and and whatnot. Um, that could be a lot worse if we were at home. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. Well, people pay good money to get the webcast, and I understand that. Um, but I've always said that the paying public are the public that keep mm-hmm. your club afloat. Yeah. We need people in Dundee to be watching the games in Dundee. Yeah. Um, I know there was a few guys doing that. 
I think Liz Davison went down, I think Ashley went down, yeah. I think maybe Taylor went down, I'm not 100% sure, but these guys have paid good money to go down there, and they'd have been absolutely gutted, we, we probably what they saw. But they've probably come back up the road and had a laugh and whatnot, yeah. and then, as you say, you get back up the road, has it made much difference in your life, really, when there's things going on? Probably no. It, it's, it's a sport we go and watch, it's a yeah. sport we love, but when it comes down to the passion work, it's your home games yeah. that are the most crucial ones. Yeah, I've always said it, and uh, and it was I think I think it was actually said in an Ottawa game years ago. I think it was even said in a Pittsburgh game as well. You may as well get pumped on the road. Yeah, because you've not got many fans there, especially if you're down in your Belfast or your Manchester yeah. midweek. You, you you know if you if you're getting beat convincingly, let it be on the road. That's the place to be. Let it be on That's the road. The place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving yeah. on. Cool. So, preview done. Next thing we shall move on to is the new segment of Dundee Stars stats from season past. Season past. Okay. So, what season would you like to go for? Let's go the very first one. Okay. Where we started. 2001, right. 2002. Right. Top point scorer in 2001-2002. League games only. Was none other than the player coach... Mr. Tony Hand, yeah. MBE. 44 games played. You ready for this, ladies and gentlemen? 104 <laughs> points <laughs> is what Tony had in 44 games. Oh. Top goal scorer, our old buddy, the, the guy that we've still got his sing stick. Yeah. Teeter win. Number 14, now wearing his jersey for the, the legends. Um, 44 games. 44 goals. Yeah. Go again. Imagine if we had Teeter when playing in this team. He'd yeah. be the guy in front of the goalie snapping up all these mm-hmm. chances. Top assists. Could only be Tony Hand or Teeter win. What are you going for? Tony Hand. Correct. 79 assists in 44 games. That's crazy. Most penalty minutes. Now, many penalty minutes is Kyle Haas running at the moment. So, league games only... He's currently at 43 in four games. Okay. So, this gentleman played 44 games that league season and had 167 minutes in penalties. And it's someone who everybody loved because he had that big ginger moustache. Oogie, oogie, oogie. That's it. Mr. Scott Young. So, 167 Penalties in minutes. So and that was the league season. And with that 167 penalty minutes, he still managed to record 84 points yeah. in the season. Yeah. What a player. <laughs> what a player. What a team that was. Yeah. Uh, and interestingly enough, if we flip it to the playoffs, uh-huh. okay, where they played 10 games uh, and they won the playoffs obviously that year. Um, the most penalty in minutes in those 10 games was 48 penalty minutes. And it was his partner, Jan Mikel. <laughs> so, uh, will we ever see a defensive partnership as good as that? Scott Young and Jan Mikel? Yeah. Be difficult. Different era. I, I do. I know, yeah. I do, I do. It's a different era and it's a different level. Yeah. So it's a level up down. Those guys obviously came from the Super League 
down to the BNL. Yeah. Um, you know, that was your days, you know, you see Cardiff celebrating their 35 years this Something year like that, yeah. um, and how good they are in that, but we're half yeah. of them there when they were getting pumped 12-1, 12-9 yeah. every week yeah. from the Stars and yeah. Fife and, you know, I think a lot of them forget about that, yeah, you do. know, um, but yeah, no, it's it's a difficult one, I don't think you'll, it's, it'll be tough to see yeah. two guys like yeah. that play alongside each other again, they were solid. Yeah, they were really good. Top point scorer for us in the playoffs was Teeter Wynn with yep. 28 uh, from 10 games. Top goal scorer was Teeter Wynn with 12. Top assists, Tony Hand with 17. <coughs> the two netminders that season, Stephen Murphy, the local the local boy, yep. um, and Stuart Rugg from just up north in Aberdeen. Stuart Rugg. Two <laughs> Scottish goalies, ladies and gentlemen. Two Brits playing for the league and playoff, playoff yep. winning double team uh, Stephen played 43 games goals against average 2.31 with a save percentage of 9-11 Stuart Rugg played 10 games uh, some would have been in relief of Stephen uh, goals against average 2.08 and a save percentage of 0.898 in the league then it really hit top form Stephen did certainly in the playoffs where those 10 games, his goals against average was 1.5. And his save percentage, 0.947. Amazing. That's why he went on to be a big team's number one in the yep. league. And to me, that's why he has been the best British netminder ever. Now I'd watch what you say. Uh, go on then. Because Mike Ward might be listening to this. Damn. And Mike Ward. and Mike Ward's tough as well. Forgot <laughs> <laughs> I, I would certainly. I'll tell you in my time. Yeah. Stephen Murphy yeah. is the best British goalie. I don't care what anyone says about Ben Bounce. Stephen Murphy has been there and seen it all. Ben Bounce played against the Daniel Chara. Don't think so. Yeah. And saved it. And saved it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the stats. From seasons past, uh, next week I'll, we'll go again, uh, we'll probably pick up another random season that Junior would like to pick and I'll come up with these stats. So that was for all the older people who remember those days and for the younger ones who go around the rink wondering why is, uh, why is Maglazo go win on the back of his jersey. Well that's who it is, he was one of the top goal scorers that, that's played for us. So, quiz time. Yeah? I'll just hold you on that point. Okay. I saw a breaking news signing alert on Twitter. Okay. For the Bullingham stars of Patrick's Grigors. That's the guy that played for us? Yes, that played up from the Comets. So he has now left the Comets, Dundee area, and moved out of Bullingham. Oh, okay. Just, sorry, just a strange one I saw come up on my phone there. That's so doing this. As you do when you see stars announcement, then you'd suddenly think, oh, it's, it's us. us. But no, it was the Bullingham right. stars. So, off topic slightly, I wonder how that plays out with us. Now, it could be a, it could be a two-way where he plays away games down south, if we are short. Yeah. Um, and home games, we just we feel that we've got. But and Bellingham's not that far. Belling, Bellingham's around, what, north-east? I think it is. 
Aunt Billingham, Norwich, sort of Whitley Bay, Blackburn, yeah. Arran. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, very interesting. We'll news. go back on point again. Interesting news. Back on point. Here we go. Okay. Senior versus junior. Guess now, who? Now, we have. <laughs> this could go one of two ways to the two of uh, you. This, could, this be could be very difficult, and I think it is going to be difficult for the both of us. And if it is, then we'll make it easier for ourselves. Okay. But, let's go. Right. You go first. Okay. This player. Okay. Was Dundee Stars players? Only Dundee Stars players. Only plus. Dundee Stars yeah, yeah. players, okay. So this player was born okay. in Buffalo, New York. Jayla Tulip? No. Oh. He was born in Saratoga Springs. Ah, so he was. Close. He was drafted by the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2006. And I'll give you your final clue, because you'll probably get it, because I think you've got it in the back of your head. Right. This player has won the playoffs with Nottingham. Oh. And that's your three clues. Ah. So, I was actually, when you came out with Buffalo, I thought it was Jay. Then your next one was he was drafted. By Tampa in 2006. I suddenly thought Nico Sacchetti or Paul Stoney. I think Nico was Dallas. Whether. But I'm giving you away an answer here. <laughs> yeah. So he was drafted by Tampa Bay Lightning, but he's won the playoffs with Nottingham. With Nottingham. God, I can't remember any Stars players <laughs> I've played. The only, the only thing I can remember is uh, Jordan Kelso. Uh, <clears throat> nah. Nah. I'm not going to get it. We pass on this one. If that's only three clues that you're giving us, I'm going to have to throw the towel in and swear a lot when you give me the answer. All hail. Oh, Kevin Quick. King Kevin Quick. Idiot. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> idiot. So obviously, he didn't play the full season for Nottingham. He came in towards yeah. the end and for the playoffs because there were injuries. Um, and I'll guarantee you, there are so many people listening. Hundreds and thousands of people listening to this shouting, it's Kevin, quick you twat! And they're also sitting thinking, saying, your young lad was obsessed with him for the whole season and yeah. bought a couple of his tops. Uh, <laughs> okay. Was that your easy one? Um, yes. Right, okay, so I'll give you my easy one then. Okay. And we need to watch what we're saying when we say we're going to give you the hard one. No. Yes. We're not Fifers. No. Sorry, so, sorry for my okay. wife when she listens right. to this. <laughs> this is so easy. Okay. So easy that I might mix it up a bit. Okay, mix it up. Right, because I've got I've got two different sets of clues for the same guy. So I'm gonna mix it, right? This guy was born in nineteen seventy-eight. Okay. Okay. He was born in Newmarket. Ontario. Okay. That's what Not Newmarket, England. <laughs> Newmarket, Ontario. Okay. And your final clue is he's played 136 games for the Stars. He has scored 62 goals and had 97 assists, giving him a total of 
159 points. And that was only from 136 games. So 136 games, it's averaging out about two seasons. Three seasons, maybe four? Wow. More. You'll be surprised. Don't give me any more clues. So the first one, the, the only person I can think of, and I don't think he's from Newmarket, could only be our one and only cowboy sheriff, Marshall. Oh! <laughs> not Ross. No. Jeff. Not Ross. It was Jeff Marshall. Yeah. Jeff Marshall. It was a difficult one, just because of... I don't know where he's, where he's from. Yeah. Um, yeah. He could be from anywhere in Ontario. Yep. Okay, Jeff Marshall. Because what I was thinking was, um, if I gave you the last clue that I really had... It was going to be something about Amarillo, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I thought about the same with Kevin Quick and saying that he'd went to China with Jeff Hutchins. Um, but it's still never got still that. Got it's still never got that. So... Yeah. Okay, so... After round one. Senior now. Junior one. So... Okay. The... Your next... Okay. One, which is your difficult one. Right. Is this player... Now, this all makes relative sense when, when you listen to this, okay. okay? This player is six foot one. He was drafted so he's a short ass. Okay. by the New York Rangers in 1993. So that's two years after you were born. He has played for four different Scottish clubs. Who am I? Could you give me the clues again? So he's six foot one. Right. He was drafted by the New York Rangers in 1993. Okay, so the draft, so you're saying the draft, because as soon as you said Scottish clubs, straight away, I'm like Barry McKenzie. <laughs> but I think the only draft Barry got was when he left his door open. Or at the bar. Or at the bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, so he's played for all the Scottish clubs. Well, well four of them. played for four ah, different right, Scottish four different. clubs. So I'm going to say... He's probably played Dundee Fife. Okay, I'll give you an additional clue. He has not played for Fife. We're going back here. Yeah. You've got, you've got to think, 93 yeah. was drafted, so we are going quite a bit back. Yeah. Oh, 93 was drafted. You drafted 93. Born, no, drafted. Drafted, drafted, drafted by the Rangers in 93. Right, so to me, this might bring in Paisley. I'm going to say some, it's Paisley, Edinburgh. Not five. Paisley. Dundee, obviously, because it's a Dundee. Stars player, so that's three. Um, Rayhead. Or maybe even because it's a wee bit older, Solway. This is hopeless. <laughs> this is Somebody drafted by the New York Rangers. I'm struggling again. I'm struggling again with us. Uh, 
So I'll give you a, I'll give you another additional clue, okay? Right. It was the BRL years. Okay. So that it takes out your grey oh, head for you straight right. away. So it's, it could be here then. It might be here, Scottish Eagles, it comes in. Again, it's going to be one where you're going to hit yourself after and shout and swear about is it. Is he a big known, is it a big known player? There was the guy... It's a big name. It is a big name. Right. Come on, I'm, I'm going to throw it there. I'm got going to dart go... Here. got a dart. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to go for a goalie. And I'm going to go for Dave Trofimenkov. Well, folks... He's only gone and tied it. Oh! Dave yeah. Trofimenkov. Dancer! So, yeah, 6'1". And that's why I said it makes sense when it's a 6'1". It's big for a goalie. Oh, I can't believe I managed to pull that out of the hat. Four Scottish clubs. Paisley, Ayr, yeah. Edinburgh, us. Yeah. But I must admit that when when you came, we it's a wee bit older. Yeah. It's suddenly I'm thinking this well, could be a goalie. Place. Yeah. Right. So here's mine then. Last one. So it's one all. This is to take a two-one lead. And one nil in the series. Yeah. Right. This player has represented GB at under-18 and under-20s level. He has played both in Scotland and down in England. In Scotland? Yeah. Okay. His stats for the Stars, because you know how well he can start now, is he played a grand total of six games. Oh, okay. And he had five points. I can give you another clue if you're struggling. So I've got I've I've got someone in my head. But I don't want to guess it in case I'm wrong, because I wanna win. Oh <laughs> see, have you got this right? I'm thinking you've seen my notes. No, I, if I get this right, it's the only pair. My first thoughts were Cowie, but as soon as you said six games only, I'm going back to SNL years. And under 18s, under 20s, no, I'm just going to throw it out there. Right. And I genuinely, if it's right, I've not seen anything. I can't mind his surname. I think it's this. Come on then, you've got us hanging here. Kieran Quinn? No. Oh, was that his name? That was his name, wasn't it? Uh, Kieran Quinn. Yeah, right. it's not Kieran Quinn. Hmm. Right. Give us another clue. I'll, right. I'll, I'll yeah, you want a more clue, right? We signed him from the Black Horn, the Blackburn Hawks. Oh, the wee boy, um, Bobby Chalmers from Solway. Bobby Chalmers. Played, played for Solway That's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, we both only played six games. Um, so we've got a tie. we got a tie. And usually you can't leave a tie, but... No, and I'm going to give you another stat okay. about Bobby Chalmers. Were you aware that when he played one season, he was... For those who don't know Bob Chalmers, and we're going back a few years now with, with the SNL stuff, Bob was a top player for Solway Sharks. Yeah. 
top, top player. Um, and in one year, they played 40 games. Bob scored 117 points and had 121 penalty minutes. Wow. And for those who have never heard of Bob Charles, he was 5 foot 4. Yeah. And he had 121 minutes in penalties. Yeah, he was a good player. Good player. Uh, and not frightened to get in amongst it. Quite similar to the guys <coughs> that we've got with us now. We Charlie and Philip Sonch. Yeah, yeah. Charlie the fighter. Yeah. But yeah. So, that's, so we've got a tie. So we've got a tie. We've, we've not got a, so a winner okay. the first one. That's alright. We go into next week. Uh, level at one all and we'll keep just keeping yeah. the scores one all is then. Um, so a draw is 1-1 one, one. so well done but uh, yeah. yeah can't believe I pulled it, it off <laughs> can't believe I pulled well it was on my wall on one of my posters yeah. for about 10 years or so in my bedroom so marvellous marvellous <laughs> so is that it that's us right. for this week yes well done that's another podcast on the way um, yeah so yeah it's just to sign off um, obviously as it's getting closer to Christmas believe it or not I can't believe I mentioned the C word I know that C word Lars okay. the other C word just that when we're playing in Fife. October just when we're playing Fife um, you know we what we like to do is we're wanting to give people shout outs for local you know Dundee Stars fans businesses um, so you know come up for the Christmas time hard earned money get it spent on local businesses then I get all to your um Amazons and all that rubbish. Okay. Um this week's one is Nails by Stacey, a very good friend of ours who sits directly in front of me and has put up with that drum and myself for numerous years. Our mums and dad have put up with my dad for numerous years and also my mum. Um but yeah Nails by Stacey wax by Stacey as well. So get your wax melts and stuff. She will do discounts and deals and all that stuff um, Shannon my wife has already got numerous of the wax melts already but if you want to annoy her come see her at a game she'll give you all the info you'll get her on Facebook as well and all the socials um, if you're wanting your nails done so Larzo if you want your nails done for Christmas get in touch with Stacey yeah mine's us I'm booked in for a wax already <laughs> uh, no, yeah. that type of wax. It's wax melts. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but yeah, if there is anybody who's wanting more, you know, a bit of publicity in that coming up to Christmas, if you got your own business and stuff, please feel free to send us a DM um, on on the Facebook or on Twitter, and we will certainly give you a shout out. You know, we'll get one every week. Yep. Perfect. All right. Uh, we're trying our best to help people out, uh, even if there's only fifty people listening to this. It's 50 people are now known about Neil's best, Stacey. And as Junior says, if there's anybody else out there that want that, drop us a message uh, through a view from Section C on Facebook and Twitter. And also come and see us at the game uh, and drop us a wee note. Give us a shout and we will we'll give you a shout out. And uh, episode three, and hopefully. We will be sitting in episode three telling how fantastic we were. We beat Fife and we beat Belfast. Pumped and we're back Fife. on track. We yeah. pumped up. So, as the two Ronnies used to say, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. <laughs>